You are tuned into Local Motion on 91.3 WVKR Independent Radio, Poughkeepsie, New York. I am your host, Rita Ryan, here each and every Wednesday. If you haven't already, please consider subscribing to the YouTube channel, Rita Ryan Local Motion, as well as giving a like on Facebook Local Motion page and wherever you do your streaming from, if you could just subscribe, that's always a wonderful thing. So thank you for that. Now, let's get to our guest today, Cindy. Rita. Aw, there you are. I, You know, I, I woke up this morning with a big smile because I knew I was going to get to chat with you today. So it's always truly an honor and a pleasure to speak with you. So... Thank you. It's, it is good to hear your voice. It's been a while. It has been a you while. Know, Although I have spoken. seen you, I, I have seen you play a couple of great shows. But first, what I want to do, I'd like to do a brief introduction, and then we'll um, we'll do some some conversation. I'll start off by saying, As "Only you can." <laughs> <laughs> Love it. I'll start off by saying, Elmore Magazine says it might be a star-studded lineup, but Cindy cashed off is the real star here. You've never heard anything like her. Ian Patience of Elmore Magazine says, Cindy Cashdollar is that rarity, a musician's musician, a guitarist who moves effortlessly between genres, hopping around with seeming ease, quality, and self-assurance, unquote. Dobro, lap steel and steel guitarist and five-time Grammy recipient, Cindy Cashdollar was the first woman to be inducted into the Texas Steel Guitar Hall of Fame. And she was inducted into the Texas Music Hall of Fame also. She was nominated as Instrumentalist of the Year by Americana Music Association in 2016. Cindy will be hosting a three-day virtual Dobro instruction workshop from Yorma Kaukonen's Fur Peace Ranch on February 25, 26, and 27th. And I'm happy to say literally just an hour ago, it was announced that Cindy will be performing with Sonny Landreth at Levon Helm Studios in Woodstock on March 20th. And with that, a warm welcome back to Local Motion, Cindy Cashdollar. See, I said it's only you can. You <laughs> always do a nice introduction. Well, I love those introductions. That, that just like sums it up, just up. And now we have to like dig a little deeper and all of that. But um, how cool was that, that they just announced this show at Levon's that you're going to be doing with Sonny Landreth? Um, I know tickets go on sale this Friday, but you guys have had a longstanding collaboration, you and Sonny Landreth. How did that relationship start? I mean, it has been many years. That, uh, I met Sonny long ago uh, when I was with the Super Real. Um, and then, uh, and then years later, we, uh, I met him in Louisiana, in Lafayette. We were recording a, a an instrumental taking album with the members of Beaujolais. That actually Artie Trump, dear Artie Trump from Woodstock, produced that uh, particular record. And then uh, years, uh, in years later, uh, Sonny and I became very close friends. He recorded on my first record, my second record, and we usually do a duo tour every year. So um, I'm I'm so glad we're going to be at uh, at Levon Helm Studios at the barn yeah. on Sunday. Uh, I, I assume it's going to be an early show. Sunday usually is a little earlier, and uh, I'm excited about that much. Yeah, and it's Sunday, March 20th, and tickets are not on sale unless you're like a barn burner, but tickets do on go, go on sale to the general public this Friday, and you can visit com for more info to the show with Cindy, Cindy Cashdollar and Sonny Landreth. I've seen him before. That guy just makes your jaw drop. He's amazing. Absolutely amazing. He is amazing. He has one of the most... It's such a different style of playing slide guitar. And no one else sounds like him. He has a gorgeous technique that I've never seen anyone else 
do. And even though I've spent years sitting next to him on stage and have a really good close-up view of what he's doing, and he's even tried to teach me what he does. <laughs> it's really beautiful, very unique. But I love playing with him. A lot of people go, hmm, two slide guitars. But it's really not two slides going all the time. I mean, we trade solos, but Sonny is, is uh, doing a lot of incredible rhythm. He's singing most of the show. I think we only do a couple of instrumentals. And we have a great time. Yeah. So uh, it's just two friends playing music and having uh, musical conversations, and uh, we, we have a blast. I bet you do. And because you've played together for so long, you kind of just have a feel for each other's style. So that, um, that always helps. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got to tell you, lady, you kicked some serious ass the last time I saw you. And yes, we can say that on the radio. Um, the we last can't. time <laughs> I saw yeah, you yeah. at Bearsville <laughs> Theater, holy crap, Carolyn Wonderland, Shelley King, and Cindy Cashdollar. It felt so good to th- see three women kicking it up on that stage. And you just, I mean, I think I posted a video yesterday of one of the tracks you guys played. That was a fun show back in November at Bearsville Theater. It definitely warms up that evening. It's a very chilly evening, and I was so happy um, that Shelley King and Carolyn Wonderland came to town. It's always great. You know, it's like I miss my dear friends, and they are dear friends. Um, you know, we, we had a musical uh, relationship and personal hangs for years, all the 23 years that I lived in Austin, Texas. And so it was so fun that they... Uh, came to Woodstock. They love Woodstock, and um, they get very excited when they come here. Well, they fit right in. It was a great show. You know, they fit right in. They really do. Yeah. And it's funny, they know all the things that come here in the summer, and they know all the swimming holes. I think they know more than me, you know, (laughs) for hidden swimming holes. (laughs) But, uh, you know, and, and, um, you know, musically, it's, it's uh, again, it's just playing with good friends, and it's so comfortable, and I didn't know half the songs that, that they did that night, but still, it's uh, like... Kind are of you kidding? It, it sounded like you guys were a trio and played together all the time. That's because you guys are all professionals, and it doesn't matter if you've... You know, and it just, oh, it was, what a show. It was just absolutely amazing. I loved every second of it. Well... I'm glad you like it. It's great to see you there. It's great to see so many people there because we all know it's been a wacky year. Yeah. And, uh, and, uh, yeah. Some, some tunes from her new record, uh, that I did, you know, I didn't know there was a that I recorded on. And, uh, her, her new album is soft. Oh my gosh. It, it's just, it was one of the top 50 blues records of, of, uh, 20, 21, and um, she uh, also, I don't know if a lot of folks know that she has been touring with, with uh, legendary John Mayall and oh, the Blues Breakers. Oh, nice, nice. So she also recorded, she uh, recording with John Mayall, and he is retiring. So I believe right now, or quite soon, maybe they're starting this weekend, is uh, I think John Mayall's farewell tour. Oh. But um, what an amazing uh, gig for her. Yeah. The, the, uh, what shoes what to fill, you know, uh, John Mayall's had some, some very uh, amazing, well-known guitar players over the years, and they clapped it on up, and, and Carolyn's a perfect fit. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, oh, that's good stuff. It up with the blues breakers. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, and good. and Shelley King is working on a new record. So you know, I'm going to play that track that you sent me. I'm going to play that track that you sent me. She's working on a new one. That's oh, newer, newer one. Gotcha. Recent one. Gotcha. Yeah, she is recording one right now. But As uh, we what we're going to play is from her it. her record last year, Kick Up kick up your heels yeah everybody's busy but you i guess you know everybody's recording now they're all ready to hit the road again i think that's what the thing is i also saw you play another amazing show miss cindy cash dollar with john sebastian's jug band at bearsville boy that was fun that that was so that was so great and uh of course you know because of the pandemic none of us have seen you know, our friends or our coworkers. Well, I hadn't seen, you know, I, I hadn't seen uh, Paul Rochelle and Annie Rains, uh, the 
few people that were playing with us, or Jimmy Vivino. I hadn't seen them in a long time, so it really was like a, a, a real reunion. Yeah. And uh, that was also a very fun show to do, and, and to play with Steve Boone, the, the original bass player of The Love and Spoonful. Oh, that was very nice. So fun. So yeah. I felt like I was I, yeah. part of like folk history. I had John on the show a couple months back to talk about that show at Bearsville, and I could just listen to him forever. The stories that that guy can tell you is amazing. So He really is a, he's, he's not only a, a walking history book, but he also, he's so knowledgeable and he's so fun. I mean, he can really, he could tell you about going to the grocery store and make it very interesting and entertaining. <laughs> so when he talks about music, it's even more so. That that was an, another great show, and it's very lovely playing at the uh, the newly renovated Bearsville Theater. Where very, you, very Cindy Cashdollar, have your very own door. I do have my very own door. <laughs> And I'm proud to say that my very own door is between Maria Moldar yep. and Odetta. Woo! Kate Pearson is on the end. So we have quite a little party, a little gal party going in, in the ladies' room every night. And so if people haven't been down there, Rita and I are referring to the ladies' room, the powder room, bathroom stall. Door. Yes, yes. We all have our likeness painted on there. Yeah, it's and beautiful. Of course, uh, overseeing everything, uh, the huge wall in that bathroom is a gorgeous rendition of Janice Joplin. Right. So... Um, so all us ladies, I'm sure have a good time in there. All those, all those paintings have a great time. They all do. They all do. And I've been in the <laughs> restrooms where people have been, and they're oh, like, "Who's this?" They didn't know Odetta, and this. I'm like, "This, this, this." It was just it's so fun, and it's like there's there's Cindy in the ladies' room in the powder room on a beautiful, beautiful portrait. Now it's great that you're next to Odetta, which brings me up to the fact: wasn't that one of the first concerts you've ever seen, if I remember correctly? Yes, which is why when I when I walked into the, the powder room and the theater opened, I was so thrilled to be um, next to her. <laughs> um, yes, when I was about 11 or 12, the first live concert I ever saw was at the Woodstock Playhouse. It was a benefit for musician John Harold. His, his home had burned down, and it was a... Uh, it was, there were so many people. It was happening. All these Tom played. Ben Morrison... Uh, John Hammond Jr. Uh, and my guitar teacher at the time, Billy Fur, which is why I was at that show in the first place. My mom brought me to that concert so I could see my guitar teacher. And um, the evening was really an epiphany for me. You know, I had just started playing guitar, but that evening, feeling the energy uh, from the performers and the audience, I just thought it was such an amazing thing. And I just thought, I, this is what I want to do. I, I want to play music. There's a really incredible, beautiful energy going on in this room, even though at that time I didn't really know what to call it. It just felt good. Right. And I didn't sit there going, oh, I want to do this for a living. I just wanted to, to learn how to play music better mm-hmm. so I could so I could kind of be feel what those people were obviously feeling on stage as they were performing. And Odetta was so powerful. You know, right. so, um, right. so I, she, uh, yeah, it was, it was a very magical evening, I would say, even remembering back that far, you know, right. and Dale Morrison was living here, and, and so, um, you know, it's like, wow, what a local show. What a local show, and the years later, you end up working with Van Morrison. And, you know, the <laughs> band and everything. I mean, listen, you're really and and it's so funny, you know, when I do my homework and Cindy, I know you probably better than most artists that I have on the show. And I keep up with your career and everything. And, you know, I, I always do my homework. I have to always update. So when I was doing my homework for this conversation with you, I, I just put your name on Google and it comes up. The first thing that comes up is Cindy Cash Dollar, her real name <laughs> yeah <laughs> but it's in a way it's, i think it's good that it's there because so many people over the years say oh it's so amazing that you have that name but and and i'm proud of this name it's been 
old, you know, it's a family name. It's an old Woodstock name. Yeah. Um, but I uh, sometimes it, it's people don't take it seriously because, it, of course, it sounds like a made-up stage name. And sometimes I can hear people in the audience snickering when I'm introduced. Of course. Right. It totally sounds like a, a very silly made-up stage name. Right. So, right. And I always have to spell it, explain it. Yes, it's one word. Yes, <laughs> it's real. But um, I guess that's why that's why it comes up, because it's it's in my, my bio that way. Yeah. Some people know, no, I, would, I didn't make this up. Right. You can't make this stuff up. You can't make this <laughs> like stuff up. Yeah, but not me. I wouldn't do it. <laughs> right, 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 right. No, no, and it definitely is. And and the fact that you really are a local Woodstock girl, you know, you grew up in the Hudson Valley. Your 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 family ran a a, a dairy farm, and uh, you know, it's uh, yeah, yeah. And then you grew up in Woodstock. Hello, with look at the music that came through, and starting with Levon and Rick and, and John Harold and Paul Butterfield and Happy and Artie. And, whoa, talk more about how you went from guitar and then dobro. Talk more about all of that intertwining together. Well, this was, you know, obviously quite, quite a music scene here, um, you know, in the 60s when I was growing up here and a lot of live music. It still is, but certainly it's it's different. You know, the, the decades move on and things change. But at the time of growing up, you know, I was able to go out at a very early age to see live music. I was at the what they used to call the Sound Out Festivals on Pam Copeland's farm, um, and that was pre Woodstock Festival. And so wow. I would see live music there. Or I would go to the Sled Hill. I remember seeing John Hammond's new at the Sled Hill Top Day. Uh, which was a very tiny club in Woodstock. And, you know, there was, you know, the joyous lake. So, you know, really, I always say that, that growing up in Woodstock was my Berkeley School of Music. Yeah. I always wanted to go to the Berkeley School of Music and for a number of reasons um, didn't get there. Mm-hmm. But uh, I think the education that I received growing up here was quite amazing. And also... You know, a number of artists here, but really nice artists. Mm-hmm. Like everybody was very, like kind, nice people. And um, when I uh, the day after I graduated high school, I moved to Florida and I was there for about a year, Key West, and you know, kind of bumming around. And but when I came back, I was waitressing because what else are you going to do? Right. Yep. <laughs> you know? Yeah, When you're young and don't have a job, you can always waitress. Absolutely. And, um, one of the uh, places I was focusing in had live music, and there was someone playing the dobro in a bluegrass band, and I got hold of his, uh, the guy that was playing did not give lessons, but he gave me his teacher's name, Charlie Ferrara, who's still uh, here living in West Saudis, one of the best teachers I ever had. Wow. And uh, so he taught me dobro. I just loved the sound of the slide guitar. Loved it. Mm-hmm. Fell in love with it. Gave up playing regular guitar and went to uh, study out playing uh, the resonator slide guitar, and that led to the lap steel, then the big steel guitar. So it was kind of an evolution over the years. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And that all worked well for you, switching all that instrument up, because it's now taking you all over the planet um, with some amazing groups. You moved, I understand, in 92 to Nashville, yes? And then quickly thereafter yeah. moved to Austin. Yeah. Yeah, I was only in Nashville for six months, and then... Got hired by uh, the Western Swing Group of Sleepyville. They just happened to be looking for a steel guitar player. Um, they happened to be in Nashville uh, taping a TV show, so I just gave them a, a little demo packet. And it took a few months. I was on the road. They were doing a, you know, a, a big tour of Route 66. But eventually, months later, after our initial meeting, um, I flew to Austin and had the interview with Big Ray Benson and, um, you know, 10 years later. That's (laughs) so cool. And I, I, um, it was, it was an incredible, um, experience. It was an amazing band to be in Western swing music. Um, it's such a freeing kind of music because it is kind of a melting pot of, 
country mm-hmm. and blues and jazz and swing. So it was really educational. Um, it was a lot of work. They toured heavy and hard. Uh, and I, I left after 10 years just because I kind of wanted to get back to other types of music, even though, like I just say, Western swing is quite a variety. Right. But I was missing kind of playing more of the acoustic kind of stuff I used to do. And also I wanted to just kind of, I missed playing different people. Mm-hmm. So I left on very good terms, um, which I'm glad I did because just about every year, let me see, I think my last year with the Sleep the Wheel officially was 2001, but just about every year I sub for them or I'm involved in a project, which as you mentioned at the top of the show, was recently was their 50th anniversary, the recording uh, of with them of the 50th anniversary record. That is so and cool. And I love the name of it, Half a Hundred Years. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, Ray, uh, <laughs> and that's also, a, it's a great, it's a great tune that Ray Benson wrote that, that's uh, amongst, amongst the tracks. Yeah. And where did you guys record that? Nashville or Austin? That was done in Austin. In Austin. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, nice. How fun. And I know you went out on the road, and, you know, it's it's nice to go back and play that, I'm sure. You guys, didn't you play, like, the Kennedy Center and Grand Old Opry when you just did this tour with the Asleep at the Wheel? Yeah, so the tour was really fun because in addition to uh, their current lineup, they also had four members of the original alumni from long ago. And so it was really fun to have them along. We had two tour buses and and uh, a sleep at the wheel. Um, you know, we would um, go out and do half the show and then call the four alumni. Even though I'm an alumni, I still played the whole night. But um, so the alumni would come out, which was Chris O'Connell uh, on vocals. She's an incredible vocalist. Floyd Domino on piano. Uh, we had Danny Levin on fiddle. We had Leroy Preston on guitar and vocals. And we even had Tony Garnier for a couple of shows. So Tony. that was fun. Tony Garnier was uh, an original, one of the original members of the Sleep at the Wheel. Tony Garnier, who's been Bob Dylan's bass player and music director forever. For like 30 uh, years. Yeah. yeah. Right. So he, he uh, did a couple of shows um, with us, and then he, he had to depart. So, um, but, uh, yeah, yes, he has to go tour with Dylan. Can't go tour with Dylan. So, um, we did, um, we did, yes, we, we did the Kennedy Center. We, 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 uh, we recorded Mountain Stage there in Pure Radio Show. Oh, nice. We did that. Mm-hmm. And the Kennedy Center is, is a very gorgeous, overwhelmingly large place. Had you played there before, or was that your first time? No, that was time. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It always looks beautiful. I mean, yeah. I watched, you know, the Kennedy Center Honors, and it always looks mm-hmm. like such an incredible hall. Um, and how about the Grand Old Opry? Had you played there prior to this tour with the, uh, Sleep at the Wheel? Yes, I played the Grand Old Opry a few times, but it's always fun to go back. You yeah. know, it's, it really is. It, it's, uh, you know, it wasn't the, the Ryman Auditorium, which they've also played a few times before, the original Grand Ole Opry that's right, you know, on Lower Broadway in, in Nashville. But this is the big 4,000-seat Opryland theater, yeah. um, the oh. Grand Ole Opry. And, and uh, it's always fun to go there because they usually have one of the, the, the original mainstays, you know, of the show, so... This year, Whispering Bill Anderson was there. It was great to see him again. They have wonderful photographs and wonderful um, memorabilia in the cases all along the hallways back by the dressing rooms. So it was was great to go back there. I had not been back there in many years. Oh, it must have been so nice and nostalgic. And yeah, yeah, that's so wonderful. And, And Cindy, you also have your own project that you've started with the Texas Swing, Cindy Cashdollar and the Syncopators. And boy, do I hope to be back at the Falcon yeah. Marlboro with them at some point. You know, yeah. it's like the pandemic happened. And then, you know, the pandemic was kind of okay. You know, summer things start gearing up. But, um, 
Andy Stack, our wonderful vocalist and guitar player, and his amazing, amazing partner and mother of of uh, their gorgeous, <laughs> gorgeous little Felix. baby Felix, uh, Adrian Reju, have they had baby Felix, and Andy went on Broadway to do Girl from the North Country. Yeah. So the syncopators had to take a, a hiatus. Right. So I think that, that show just ended, year. though. So I think he. That show ended mm-hmm. on Broadway, unfortunately. I know. Yeah. It just ended, and I'm sorry for Andy. I know he was loving it, and I believe he's also doing a lot of touring with, with the artist Yola. Yes. But I know at some point, the Singapators will be back. Yay! That would be, uh, that would be uh, of course, the Athenian, and also my brother, Russ Cashdaller, on drums. Good old Russ Cashdaller. Uh, he's your baby brother, right? Russ. He's my Baby brother, he does not hesitate to talk to people <laughs> younger. So I'm back on drums and uh, Jeremy Baum on keyboards. I'm and keyboards. And yeah, and yeah. And Ryan on bass. Oh. So, yes, we hope to be back to the Falcon. And, um, little known fact, because it came and went, I was supposed to play the Falcon uh, January 31st with Pat Edmondson. Yeah, oh. And Tony Garnier oh. and Floyd Domino from A Sick at the Wheel. Um, but due to insane circumstances and COVID traveling for a couple of people, and we couldn't do it. So oh. that will be rebooked at some point. I hope so. That's going to be an amazing performance. You know, I think it sounds like everybody I've been talking to uh, musician-wise, uh, everybody's busy. Everybody seems to be recording and just waiting for the gates to open back up. You know, the the, the, the touring mm-hmm. and hopefully summertime will see it happening again. And, you know, things are definitely slowly opening. A lot of things are on a little break right now. But boy, I sure hope things, uh, the doors open up. In the meantime, though, you have definitely been busy, and you're also going to be um, hanging with our buddy Yorma Kalkinen. Well, it's actually, we can't, you know, we can't do it from the camp because, you know, everything's very strict over COVID. So now I'm going to be teaching from Woodstock. Okay. But yes, I will be doing um, a three-day virtual workshop from Woodstock um, and uh, people can still get an application. Uh, it will be uh, two hours a day, a three-day course, and it's open to beginners and intermediate. And I am teaching, uh, like I always teach, which is to, you know, just I do an overview of uh, good, you know, how to have good right and left-hand technique with a slide bar uh, in conjunction with the picking hand. And then um, I always try and make it so it's easy enough to play, but you don't get bored. Mm-hmm. That's fun. Yeah. You know? Yep. So uh, if people want to uh, look into my courses uh, for, and it's February, uh, starts at, uh, in February, and it's... Uh, February 25, uh, 26, ranch. and 27. 27, that's right. So yeah. it's com. Yep. And people can, you can get all the information and sign up. Yeah. And Rory Block is also teaching those days. Rory Block will be teaching uh, slide guitar. You know, slide guitar the other way, held the other way, the normal way. Oh, nice. <laughs> Sisters of yeah. the Slide. Sisters of Slide are teaching those yeah. three days. Right? Oh. So you got so you got one slide guitar in your lap and one slide guitar in, in what I was called the regular way. The <laughs> regular way. Oh, wonderful. And I'm so happy and thrilled to announce that um, Yorma's coming back to my show um, March 16th. And um, Yorma... He loves you. I you love him. You are his yearly schedule. <laughs> I, I, he always says, Rita, anytime you want to talk, I'm like, Yorma, don't be telling me things like that. And, you know, he's like, no, no. I'll do it. And I'm, I just, I, I love talking with him. He, he's kind of like John Sebastian, such a wealth of knowledge and history and great, great storyteller. I, I love him. I, I, I would like to, I would love to plant the seed for you. Um, I think, you know, I would vote for Rita Ryan to go up to Fur Peace Ranch in Pomeroy, Pomeroy Ohio. Uh, when things open up up there, because it's a gorgeous place. You know, Yorma uh, keeps... Teach. 
to teach radio. Oh, I don't teach radio. I, I'm it's not. I'm not a professional. I just do this stuff for fun. Are you kidding? Um, I just. I well, don't we all? We don't get paid, so right. we're doing it. For we're fun. doing it for fun. <laughs> and and I said to even my daughter when I was talking to her, I was like, man, someday I'd just love to go to Fur Piece. I'm not a musician, but just to hang, just on the property, and just to watch everybody do their thing. It's got to be so cool. And your ma is going to be, you know, the first thing I'm going to ask him is going to be, Yorma, how do you get to Carnegie Hall? Because he's got a Carnegie Hall show with Hot Tuna celebrating his 80th birthday, and Larry and Teresa are going to be playing with him in April. Oh, I did not notice that. Yes. That is incredible. Incredible. Yeah, uh, wow. it, it's April something. I sure as hell hope so. I'm going to book it. I, I, I have to. I mean, how can I not? So the first thing I have to ask Yorma, and you should next time you talk to him, say, hey, Yorma, how do you get to Carnegie Hall? And of course, the answer is practice, 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 right? So but he's going to be there. And, of course. And Larry and Teresa are joining him. Ulster County field trip. Everybody in Ulster County, let's go to Carnegie Hall. Hey, let's take the train and let's have a party on the train so nobody has to drive. And um, we'll this just. Good. Yeah, yeah. And have some fun and go check out Yorma. Hot Tuna. It's Hot Tuna with Larry and Teresa. So it's it's electric what Hot an Tuna. Honor. Yeah, yeah. I have never even been to a Carnegie. I've never been there to see a show. I've never played a show there, obviously. Well, Cindy, what an honor. I think That's this should be, be your first time. Well, I, I'm going to keep that in mind. If yeah. I think that would be wonderful. And yeah. what, what a beautiful thing for all of them to be doing that. Yeah. Good. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, good. I hope I planted a seed. I'll be ch- checking in on you every once in a while. Say, hey, yeah. you make plans to do that yet? And um, I, I hope to be down there as well. So I'm going to make plans because that's going to be too nice to miss. A hot tuna at Carnegie yeah. Hall. Anyway. Anyway. So, um, yeah. 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 She'll think about it. That's great. <laughs> <laughs> so, and in the meantime, you and Sonny Landreth, how wonderful is this? And it was just announced today by Levon Helm Studios that you guys will be performing at Levon's, the legendary Levon Helm Studios, on Sunday, March 20, with Cindy Cashdollar and Sonny Landreth. Tickets on sale this Friday, Levon Helm Dot com. Another show, another legendary place, and you and your friend Sonny. I mean, oh, good stuff, Cindy. Anything else you have coming up besides the Dobro and the Levons, or are you still working things out? I'm still working some things out. There's so many things on hold. Yeah. I know that I will be at Jim Weeder's Camp Cripple Creek this year up at the beautiful Full Moon Resort in Beginning in New York. One of the most gorgeous, breathtaking places about uh, about 40 minutes west of Woodstock. Mm-hmm. But uh, Jim Weeder does, and, and the weight band uh, commandeer three days at the Pullman Resort, and there are interactive workshops, there are clinics, there is entertainment at night. Uh, I will be there teaching a workshop, and I am the artist in residence this year. So in addition to uh, workshops, I will be playing with the artists that are there, uh, which is um, Joan Osborne is uh, the featured artist this year, as well as Steve Kimock. Wow. And, uh, of course, Jim Meter and the band, uh, and the weight band. And uh, it's, it's, it's another beautiful learning environment much like for Peace Ranch. Um, the, there is lodging there, wonderful lodging there. The, the, the food is, is impeccable. The scenery is gorgeous. Uh, there's all different venues, buildings that they have for the various workshops, and every night is a concert. Oh. And after the concert, all the students get to go across the road to the roadhouse uh, which is a beautiful club, uh, and they and then the students get to have a jam session. Oh, how fun is that! And this is Camp Crickle, Cripple Creek. Say that three times fast. Camp, uh, yeah, say it. I dare you. No. Camp Cripple Creek. So, of course, obviously, with Jim Leader and the weight band, right. it's centered around a lot of um, you know history of the band, mm-hmm. and the weight band does, if you close your eyes, of course, because, you know, some of the people in that band, including Jim, 
played with Levon. Right, and Brian um, Mitchell, too. And, yeah, and, absolutely. And Brian Mitchell. Brian Mitchell's a keyboard player. So that music's incredible. And um, But there is in very interesting clinics on, like Larry Packer will be there, and he'll talk about what it was like to be in the orchestra of The Last Waltz. Yeah. The people that own Big Pink now, uh-huh. uh, where that was recorded, they will be there doing a clinic and, and speaking about the history and the recording of, of uh, you know, what went down there. Um, and then Joan Osborne will be doing a singer-songwriting workshop. I'll obviously be doing um, slide guitar, uh, and Jim Leader will be teaching, Brian Mitchell will be teaching, we'll all be teaching and doing clinics. This sounds awesome. And, and so if you go, mm-hmm. yep, yeah, cripplecreek.com, and it's so wonderful. In the past years I've done it, I love it. I meet people there from Australia, wow. from Japan, from wow. Italy. People people come all over to take these courses and, and take part in this great three-day um, three-day And experience. get to hang out in the beautiful Catskills. So this Camp Cripple Creek is happening June 14, 15, and 16 at the Full Moon Resort yeah. at Big Indian. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so and good Big stuff. Indian, yeah. Oh, good stuff. And then, of course, Levon's is coming up, and all of a sudden you watch. Everything's just going to start getting booked, and doors are going to open, and you're going to be out there doing your thing that you do so well, Miss Cindy Cashdollar. Um, and you'll be out there seeing us. It's at, it's yeah. very challenging yeah. for for everyone, as we all know. Actually, I think next year we're all going to be glad to get rid of the word challenging, mm-hmm. wipe it out from the vocabulary. A challenging year should be completely obliterated from yeah. our vocabulary. Yeah, absolutely. And we're and now I on see, two years, right? So it's two years. We and, are. Yeah. But, yeah. you know, a lot of us um, have things on hold and... As you and your listeners probably know, that Elton John was supposed to play in Dallas last yes. night. He got COVID, yep. had to cancel. Yep. Um, you know, and and my my friend Albert Lee has been on tour since uh, New Year's Eve. And even though Albert and the band and and road management, they've all been very healthy, but a few of the venues uh, in their long two month tour have canceled because right. the venues have had COVID issues. Right. So and the employees, very yeah. Precarious thing. Oh, yeah. So it's it's, it's a just very tricky thing. And it's really hard for musicians and the arts. Look at Broadway opened and now it's closing again, right? And it's it's, it's mm-hmm. the venues, it's the arts that are getting hit so hard, so hard. And um you Well, know, it's the arts and also families families with working, you know, single moms with kids and, and, you know, couples with kids, everyone I think is really facing challenges, even, you know, um, just trying to get an appointment to get in to see a doctor. Everything's just been kind of shrinking down. And uh, I think we're all at the end of our rope. But yeah. yes, it does seem seem like things are opening up. And I think by the summer, we're going to be okay. I think, you know, I I, I spoke with Sonny Landis last week, and we were talking about, well, I think we're going to be okay. And I said, yeah, I think by the time that we do our shows in March, we're going to be all right. Yeah, I think so, too. And um, at Levon's and any of the venues that we mention here on Local Motion, everybody does have um, COVID safety protocols. So that does help. So um, at Levon's, I know you have to show proof of vaccination and you have to wear a mask during the show. So it's just to keep everybody safe. And that's, you yeah. know, that's the mm-hmm. way things have to be for now. So, um, but tickets on sale for that show, you and Sonny Landreth, March 20th, and tickets on sale this Friday, levonhelm.com, and also cindycashdollar.com. Also have a wonderful website on there. When people look at your discography, I think they'll be amazed to see your plethora of musicians that you have worked with. <laughs> I mean, Dylan, Ryan Adams, Van Morrison, Dave Alvin, um, Albert Lee, Marsha Ball. It just it, the list goes on and on and on. And um, you are such a talented woman, but more importantly, you're such a kind soul. And you really are the creme de la creme, Cindy Cashdollar. You, I just adore you oh, to pieces. Thank you, Rita. You're such thank a you. good, good, kind 
kind, caring human being, in addition to being such a talent, um, but you really are quite a mensch. So, um, yeah. <laughs> I love that word, mensch. Mensch. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I always want to get a puppy and name it mensch. Mensch. Hey, that's a great idea. <laughs> you still <fun> can. <laughs> you still can. Oh. But- Great. Well, listen, I'm going to play some of your music. You also, um, I'm going to play the Omar, because Omar's birthday. Tell me about uh, how many more years we're going to talk about the Waltz waltz for Abilene, and I'm going to play that track for Omar. Uh, Omar Omar Kent Dykes uh, is just, I love, to me, he is one of the, um, champions of, of Texas blues. When you hear his voice, it just to me just sounds like Texas blues. But Omar, for many years, most of his career, he had a, a group called Omar and the Howlers. And so, for people not familiar, check it out. It's just feel good, amazing Texas blues music. Omar and the Howlers. And he was a dear friend of mine uh, in Austin, still is. And so, when I did the waltz for Emmeline. Uh, record, um, and I started out by doing recording a few tracks in Austin. I was still in there. He was one of the people mm-hmm. that I wanted to get, and I don't sing, so I thought, well, who's one of the people I want to have on vocals besides Amy Hillman, Rory Black, Omar. So we did a, uh, he did a, a track called How Many More Years, and, um, and, uh, it's, uh, it's such a fun track. We did that in one take. Wow. That's awesome. That's awesome. And uh, it's uh, Derek O'Brien, who uh, is, has played with just about everybody and uh, still is in the house band at Antone's Blues Club. He is on guitar, and we have Marsha Ball's drummer, Corey Keller, on the drums, and uh, I'm playing uh, lap steel. And uh, we we just had it. We just had a ball. Oh, that's and Sarah awesome. Brown, mm-hmm. who played with Texas Guitar Women, uh, she's on the bass, and and that was just such a fun day in the studio. And if you listen carefully at the end of the track, you can hear Omar cracking up when he finishes. Oh, right wonder. at the very end. Well, of the track. we're going to take a listen to it right now because there's no better introduction than that that I could ever do. So we're going to take and a happy listen birthday, to happy birthday Omar. <laughs> oh, wonderful. Happy birthday Omar. Let's and and thank you to thank you Cindy and I I hope to see you soon. Please give my love to Harvey and um I, I, will. I will look forward to seeing you soon my friend. Thanks for your time here today. Thank you too, Rita. Oh, it's so great to hear your words and everybody we hope we hope we hope you all stay healthy. Yes. And uh, we'll look forward to seeing to seeing each other as these months go by and we get over this thing. Thanks, Rita. Thank Thanks, you, everybody. Cindy. All right. Take care. Right. Take care. Bye. Cheers. Bye. Bye. 913 WVKR Independent Radio, Poughkeepsie, New York. Cindy Cash Dollar. Let's take a listen that, uh, to the track she just talked about. Let 
913 WVKR Independent Radio Poughkeepsie. That's exactly what Cindy Cash Dollar was just telling us about. Love that. Um, the track the track was called How Many More Years off Cindy's release, Waltz for Abilene, featuring birthday boy Omar Kent Dykes on that track. It's a 13-track album, cindycashdollar.com, Waltz for Abilene, her latest release. Um, I'm going to have to get another copy soon because I have worn this one out. It's all scratched up and it's been played, which is a wonderful thing. Thank you to my guest today, Cindy Cashdollar. If you missed part of that interview or all of it and you're just tuning in, I'll be uploading it tonight on the YouTube channel. If you'd subscribe to Rita Ryan Local Motion, that would be so kind of you, as well as giving a like to the Facebook page, Local Motion on 91.3 WVKR. Now it's time for musical happenings. This is what's going on in and around the Hudson Valley in alphabetical order. All venues have COVID safety protocols in place. At the Bardavon and UPAC, also Bardavon.org, February 20th, Anais Mitchell. March 5th, Hudson Valley Philharmonic. March 6th, Frankie Valley and the Four Seasons. And just announced the Irish Tenors with the Hudson Valley Philharmonic, Wednesday, March 16th at 7 p.m. at UPAC. Tickets on sale tomorrow. In Woodstock at Bearsville Theater, also bearsvilletheater.com, February 26th, comedian Pete Corrali. At Colony in Woodstock, colonywoodstock.com, they are reopening tomorrow with Mark Black. Saturday, Mark Delgado and Margie Zintz, and January 30th with The Classics. In Beacon at Dogwood and also dogwoodbeacon.com, Thursday, February 10th, Rachel Sage, and she'll also be there on March 4th. At the Falcon in Marlboro and live at thefalcon.com, they are currently closed for winter break, reopening February 17th with Willa Vincitor and Friends. The Fisher Center at Bard College and fishercenter.bard.edu. This Friday, January 28th, the orchestra now. Howland Chamber Music Circle at Howland Cultural Center in Beacon. February 20th, pianist Charles Richard Hamlin. In Tarrytown at Jazz Forum, also at jazzformarts.org, this Friday and Saturday, two shows each night, Fred Hirsch Trio. Levon Helm Studios in Woodstock and levonhelm.com, February 13th, Darling Slide. February 19th, Joe Purdy, February 25th, Stephen Bernstein's Millennial Territory Orchestra with guest Catherine Russell and just announced Cindy Cashdollar, Sonny Landreth, March 20th at Levon Helm Studios. At the Stissing Center in Pine Plains and the StissingCenter.org, March 5th with Sarah Hanahan Quartet. Town Crier in Beacon and TownCrier.com. Every Thursday is an open mic. Friday on the Salon stage, Paul Pesco and Stephen Clare. Saturday on the Salon stage, Tannersville CD release show. The main stage featuring the best of the 70s. Sunday brunch with Eric Puente Jazz Quartet. And Sunday on the Salon stage, California Dreamin'. And I was going to try to play another track of Cindy Cash Dollars, but my time is up. Dr. J is in the house. He's telling me to go ahead. But no, I've taken up so many of your minutes over the last six and a half years. It is your turn. I'm Xing out of here. No, this is your turn. Dr. J, people want to hear you now. They've had me on air. It's your party. 
It is. Well, it was my party. It ain't no more. Because you know what? It's time for Dr. J with Irie Groove as he is here each and every Wednesday for a really long time. How long? How many years you've been here now, Dr. J? Oh, Oh, yeah, 12 years. That's my age. That's your age. You you keep trying. Keep trying there, my friend. That's not even close to the truth. Um, We'll stay tuned. I'll be back next week. I am your host, Rita Ryan, here on Local Motion 91.3. My guest next week, Willa Vincitor. Until next time, I wish you peace.